You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for the show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Vilwak. During this podcast series, we will talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Doug Sanford. Doug is the Electrical Group President at IEC Platinum Partner Ideal Industries in Sycamore, Illinois. Doug is a graduate of Bradley University and has over 25 years of expert business leadership and successes in the national and global business environment. He's a senior executive with a proven track record of driving value through sustainable growth, profitability, accountability, and cultural change. Ideal is a privately held company and a market leader in innovation, design, and production of connectors, tools, testers, and meters. I could go on and on, but let's kick this conversation off right now. Doug, I'm excited and looking forward to our conversation today. I'd like to officially welcome you to IEC Podcast, The Electrical Current. Hey, thank you, Spencer. Glad awesome. to be here. Awesome. Well, good, good, good. Are you in uh, the Sycamore area today, your office? I am. Okay, good. I'm in the Sycamore area, for sure. Good. I know you travel uh, a lot um, for uh, for your, your occupation and, and um, for all the responsibilities over at Ideal, so it's uh, it's good to be in, in somewhat rare uh, to be in the home office sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, good, 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 good. Um, well, well, excellent. Well, well, thanks again for taking the time, and I gave a brief little introduction. Um, just scratching the surface there, but um, I wonder if we could first start uh, by sharing with the IEC community a little bit about uh, who is Doug Sanford. Tell us where you grew up and kind of help uh, lead us up to um, where you're at today. Sure. Yeah. I mean, really a Chicago-born native. Yeah. I've always been in the Chicagoland area. Uh-huh. Um, grew up in Hinsdale, Illinois, and sure. then uh, moved, to, moved to Oak Brook, so always really around the Chicagoland area. I uh, went to boarding school in Wisconsin in uh-huh. eighth grade, mili- military school for gotcha. five years, so yep. eighth grade all the way through, and then off to Bradley University, like you said. So yeah. really always been in the Illinois area, jobs around the Illinois market, did a little bit of an expat assignment up in Canada with a, huh. a company out of out of here, but yeah, um, yeah always been a, kind of around the Chicagoland area. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, Chicago is home. That is... Uh, yeah. Chicago is definitely home. That's, Chicago is definitely home. That's great. That's great. And a, a short foray in military school then growing up, up in... Where about in uh, Wisconsin? How far away? Uh, Delafield, Wisconsin. Hmm. So it's just right about at 45 minutes outside of Milwaukee. So okay. halfway between Milwaukee and Madison. So, gotcha. Yeah, it was, it was a good learning... Uh, it was a good learning... Absolutely. Period of time. I really yeah. loved the leadership aspect of military school. I really enjoyed it. You I had a twin brother. Uh-huh. I have a twin brother. Really? Went to, huh. to public school. So I was the chosen one, <laughs> but, but, I, but I loved it. Yeah, I really I really enjoyed it. So Wow. Wow. Well, so that, that's interesting. Twin brother, and then you, had, you, you diverged paths for a bit there, too. So that's is, right. Is, he, is your twin brother also in the Chicagoland area still, or...? He's out in San Francisco. He's a uh, he's a software developer for Apple. Oh, really? So wow. Yeah, it took wow. a 
much different career path than myself. Interesting, interesting. Well, that's that's cool. That's cool. I, I didn't know that you had a twin. See, I'm, I'm learning new things. Already. Yeah. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. Yeah. Well, great. Um, and uh, and and so yeah. So tell tell me a little bit. So you've been in at Ideal for uh, two and a half, three years, if memory serves me correct. Coming so, up on three years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's that's terrific. And and um, so yeah. Tell us a little bit about um, you know what what uh, what's your day to day look like. Do you have a? Uh, I suppose there's not really a typical day to day, but um, tell us a little bit about um, how how you see things and and uh, from your your current perch and and uh, a little bit about uh, you know that what what Ideal's up to. Yeah, I mean, re- really, when you take a look at what Ideal's uh, been up to, we've really been on this uh, growth path of you yeah. know through acquisition, organic growth, and yeah. and that's really you know what the leadership team here does under mm-hmm. Jim James's. Uh, leadership is that we're really focused on keeping this business, you know, as a family owned business, yes. we've been in business for over a hundred years, right, all family right. owned coming on the fifth generation. And our job is really to be good stewards to that and get yeah. it to another hundred years in business. And so right. when we take a look at our strategies of new products, new businesses that we want to acquire, um, you know, how do we do that with the right talent level, the skill sets, what technologies do we need to bring inside the company, mm-hmm. um, you know, a whole host of things. But, I mean, at the end of the day, we're really here to make sure this is a viable company for the long term. And, and as our family always tells us, you know, we think in generations, not quarters. Yes. So we're really yes. into this thing for the long haul, Absolutely. And which makes us a little bit unique in our perspective. It's, mm-hmm. That's one of the things I love about Ideal is yeah. – it's not a, what did you do this quarter? How do you look at this quarter? And we're really in for it for the long run. The long and, run. And, right. and allows us to make good, solid, long-range decisions that you, you typically don't get an opportunity in business to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, it, and I, I can hear, yeah, that and I always enjoy talking with you, Doug, because yeah, you've got uh, a tremendous amount of energy and enthusiasm, um, and, and you love your job, and you love the company uh, that you yeah. work for, and, and um, and and you shared a little bit there too, yeah. But what what gets you really enthusiastic about um, coming to work at at Ideal and, and that perspective, that long range perspective? Um, that's that's terrific. That's terrific. Um, and and yeah, just yeah, fifth generation family owned um, company with tremendous amount of success over over a, a century and and uh, and counting and counting. So yeah, that's great. Exactly that's right. Great. Well, cool. Well. Um, w- what, let's 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 explore a little bit more about um, you know what what do you love what is, what are the aspects about your job that you really love and and maybe um, you know and working with uh, the electrical industry or or um, you know some of the projects you're involved with at, at Ideal. Some some things you know outside outside of obviously working at Ideal when we get external to Ideal one mm-hmm. of one of the things that I really enjoy doing and Ideal gives us the opportunity to do is interface with the end users, our customers, mm. the ultimate customers, the electrician and the contractors. And right. um, one of the, the cool things that and I, I know you've been part of is our ideal nationals. And, right. you know, that that really is an evolution, not just because it's a contest and, you know, we think it's kind of neat to do, but it, it really is an evolution to showcase the ideal values, our commitment uh, to the trade and to tell people and showcase what our products are all about. Right. Um, the other thing is, you know, we want to give back to the industry and to the profession. One of the things that we all struggle with, and, you know, uh, 
I see us and what we get concerned about is how mm-hmm. do we promote the trade? Right. When you take a look out into the future, you see a shortage of electricians. Absolutely. Uh, the Department of Labor says 60,000 shortage of electricians going to happen by 2026. Right. You know, that's problematic for you, I, and the industry. And so Absolutely. we really want to tackle those problems together. Yep. And the ideal nationals was, you know, it's certainly not going to solve world hunger, but yeah. it's our way of giving back but promoting the trade. It's really yes. what electricians do is a great career and I don't Absolutely. think it gets the attention that it deserves. And so yep. if, if people like you and others take a snippet of what we're doing for the nationals and get mm-hmm. some excitement at the local high school levels yes. and for people just to kind of turn their head as, wow, this might be an interesting career to exactly. explore. Yeah. I, that's what this is all about. Absolutely. And, and the sooner we can make a connection with a young person mm-hmm. as they're getting into the trade, you know, the potential for them to recognize ideal for a lifetime is yeah. a lot greater than recognizing, you know, our great products later on after they've gotten through school and right. their apprenticeship and that stuff. So right. we want to make the early connection, but we also want to help that, that industry. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I mean, I have four, four children, um, one, my last one, I'll be empty nester. Last one's mm-hmm. uh, going off to school next year, but yeah. college is expensive. And if oh, you yeah. look at, if you look at our our debt, I mean, we really are in a student loan debt crisis. I mean, you 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 really have to look and wonder as a nation how sustainable it is. We have one point five trillion dollars in loan debt right. for these students. Right? How do you pay that back? And it, it's a it's a real problem um, for our society. It's I personally don't believe it's sustainable and something's going to give. And when you look at the electrician field, mm-hmm. this is a, a very viable, good, raise your family type field that I think the schools and the, the high schools in particular um, have not done a good job of promoting the trades. Absolutely. You know, they, the, the, the teachers really get graded on how many how many of your students went to college yep. and and they avoid the trades altogether and i i don't think that's right and i yeah. even in our local um high school i've really been pushing them to recognize when you tell these kids and you there's we have a map that shows where they're going to college and each student mm-hmm. gets to go up there and put their pin in place right hey what trades are you going into right what right. what military service are you going into those right. are that those are acceptable. They, Absolutely. Th- those should be recognized on equal par as anything that somebody can do. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. So we, we as a society need to need to change that perception. And that's that's what kind of yeah. you know, really besides the strategies and yeah. you know products, um, you really need to get this down into a human element of how to make people more efficient. How do you right. get people into this wonderful trade? Mm-hmm. We're, and and we're, we're all as a industry are going to suffer if we don't do something about it. So Absolutely. those are the things that I like to focus in on. And yeah. I, you know, the day-to-day type stuff you, you give to the product managers, they get this product out, and right. some cool new technology, but we, we got to focus on some of these other issues. So as an industry, we're all going to 
face some real issues and some absolutely. uphill battles. Absolutely, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm applauding uh, <laughs> your 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 comments because yeah, and it, and it resonates very deeply with with um, you know what what we see at IEC as well as and uh, a lot of our, our contractor members across the country. And, and and I think what's great is is that the tenor of the conversation has turned up and and we've started to have this discussion. Um, because it, you're, to your point, yeah, we have judged success in America um, on on going after a baccalaureate degree, a, a bachelor's degree, and right. and that are that's been the litmus test for success. We have uh, inadvertently, inadvertently, explicitly told um, our young people and told our educators that that's what success is, is impinging upon, and and that funding can be um, connected to that as well. Um, and and I believe that you know at one point that was that was a uh, the thought through philosophy. But yet what we've seen from going through that for the last couple of decades is that, um, and perhaps I'll say unknowingly, um, we're, we're unable to kind of forecast that that yeah there that we need we need a whole host of different uh, career paths and, and opportunities for individuals with, to be able to round out our economy to be able to then um, work to um, have uh, marketable and, and career-based skills um, for uh, different individuals and in, in just their their disposition their curiosities their their natural inclinations where they go for their, their talent their skills their abilities and um, and that doesn't necessarily always mean that that you have a, a four-year um, college degree that 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 to be able to accomplish that and that's so, so okay agree. that's okay and 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 the, yeah get, so get, getting a skill yeah, i mean yeah. going to college yeah please is getting a skill set right, right and right. going going to a trade school is getting a skill set yes. so i think as society we should grade people hey we want you to be yes. productive citizens right. get a skill set and however you do that right. god bless you exactly you, because you're going to be a solid contributor and your success is defined on your own feeling of success and contributions. Correct. And so I think getting those skill sets, however they are obtained is the yes. right thing to do. Yes. And it's, it's an individual choice and society shouldn't judge, you know, Hey, yes. you know, whether you went to college and did you get a skill set? And I think that defines success. So, you're, you're right. You're right. You're so right. There, there was, um, we had a, a speaker, um, his name just jumped out of my head and I'm uh, embarrassed. He's, he's out of the San Francisco Bay area and he was, uh, an academic. He was, he's got three PhDs, um, that he came to, um, IEC convention two years ago and, um, was really talking about, um, this 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 conversation and this topic and and but relating it back to the economics piece and and um, but then also the other societal and 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 he he framed the argument um, around the questions that we ask our young people are are um, are not in the right order <laughs> is what he was what he was saying is is that is that what we ask our young people as they're rising up in high school is where are you going to college. Is the question that we frame not not to the end game of what yeah what is what what are you going to do what is your career path and 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 it's typically his his argument is typically it's not until that second or third year in college where folks are deciding their majors that then we start framing that question well what are you going to do with that what is the what is the job that you're going to go after what is the contribution that you want to give back to society. Um, right. And 
are we not doing a disservice by asking those questions? And I, I, I believe that we are. We need to reframe things. And, and to your point, you know, we need to start talking about it um, and, and providing those pathways for a variety of different um, ways to be able to be a productive member in, of, of society and, and um, be a productive member of the workforce, your, your community, your family, and, and get fulfillment as an individual. And, and right now by the the way that we've stripped away so many of the vocational trades and exposure to vocational trades in our K through 12 system it it again sends a message not necessarily always explicitly but 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 we're sending the message that because it's not there then it's not valued uh, skilled and, trades and, or or any other alternative trades you know what i mean and the exposure needs yeah. to be there you know I yes mean, you know when i went to school you did shop, you know, right. you could go in there, you could, you could work on cars, you could do those things yes. that were interesting. And you were trying to figure out, Hey, do I like that enough that maybe that's what I want to do? Do I like something else? And right. you didn't know what you were doing, but you were, you as an individual were growing and making choices. Well, a lot of these tech shops, mechanic shop, you know, those type of things are stripped out of the high schools for, tax reasons they're not getting the funding um so they've become very academic driven not broadening their right. exposure to these different correct skill sets and the students really don't knowingly have a choice it's like hey you right. go to college or what else are you going to do right and right. and and, and, there, and there's and, and, and it's frustrating as a again as a parent of fours yeah you know I, I think even in my own life where i see you know the the first your child going off to school hey you're going to college to your point right because yeah. because yeah. you as a parent want to say well th it's defined me right, right. So, hey, I right. Want them to be because that's what i did but exactly but, you know as, as as uh the other kids went to school i yeah. said is this what you want to do because there's other career choices for you right right and here's what they are and so it's your choice yeah. i just want you to be happy and successful so i I could go on for days about I it, know, but I think we've I done know. an injustice, and you can see that when the, when these student loan loans are out yes. of control, and you yes. feel sorry for these for these you know students that are graduating and have so much debt, Correct. that they can't afford you know a mortgage on a house or a car payment, and right. and so you know that's one of the reasons that I think we don't talk about as a society is that why students are living in their parents' basement for yes. so long. It's yes. because we've, we've strapped these kids with uh, so much debt. Yep. You don't have a lot of choices. So, yep. so you know, right. that, you know, it's back to the original question is, you know, what do I spend my time on? How yep. do we work together from an industry perspective, showcase that this is a great viable, you know, career for somebody? Yep. And, you know, how do we attach ideals name to that too so that we create a long-lasting impression Exactly. With our yeah. end customers, right? right? And right. so, it's important. It's important to us, and I think that's the only way a brand or a company survives long term. Mm -hmm. Is you know, e even when you take a look at our how, how our channels of sales. You know, again, back when I got into my career and I was in sales, mm -hmm. you know, my first job out of school, there was no cell phones. There is no internet. Right. right. I mean, it was pretty, right. pretty basic. You, right. you walked in the front door, you shook somebody's hand and there was a very face to face, you know, intimate kind of conversation. Exactly. And that's how you did sales. Right. Now, you know, with the, with the invention of the internet, your phones are prevalent. 
that's not there and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But how do you stay relevant and, and brand aware in front of mind? And so that's why, mm-hmm. you know, connecting with the end users, making sure they understand what the company stands for, what our products are truly about, why yes. they're different. Yeah. Is so important to the longevity of companies long term. Absolutely. And so, Absolutely. so that that's what we spend, you know, outside of the traditional strategy of okay, what products and what mm-hmm. businesses should we acquire? It's really important to grab and really focus on those relationships and influencing your brand because anybody can buy an Amazon. Yeah. But how do you say I want to buy your product on Amazon? Right. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. It, you know, you, you can see it in our own own lives even on you go to the store and back in the day you would just go to the grocery store whatever your local grocery store mm-hmm. is and they would have one case of water there you'd, right, and, right and you'd pick up the water and you're out the door yeah. whatever the water was that's what it is but now you can buy that case of water anywhere you want you can right. even have amazon drop it off to you right and what brand you get right right yeah. So that it's that's amazing. why being front of mind is so important. That's why we spend a lot of time and I spend a lot of time making sure that we're, you know, getting our message to those people that are eventually going to use and buy our product and are influencers to it because we want to be around for another 100 years and we want people to really understand our commitment and quality of product. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Well, that and amen to that. And I think that that the the ideal nationals too, I think is is it goes back to it harkens back to a lot of um, what you just shared as well as then um, the piece of, of ideal as a, as a company and, and their approach of, of that long that long term um, picture um, and, and looking at things through generations and not necessarily through quarters is that that um, that yeah that that all of our all of our defined success and, and continuation of, of success in this industry yours mine and um, uh, and and contractors as well is is um, through um, continuing to develop that workforce piece and if you know to the our, our sidebar conversation there you know around um, you know the, the societal pressures or societal um, b- belief structures or that or you know the current paradigm that we're in that aside I think ideal has taken a very um, forward-looking approach and and helping to celebrate the true awesomeness of this industry in a very unique way, in breaking out in in hundreds, if not thousands, uh, of of competitions on local fronts, of of challenging what's what's innate within each one of us as individuals that competitive nature and that can-do attitude um, to be able to then show your stuff at a, at a local event and then have the opportunity to work up to a huge national level event um, that you guys host in uh, in Florida, um, in Orlando. In, in Orlando, right. yeah. And and what what an amazing opportunity um, for for folks that have not yet seen that one. Shame on shame on you if you're listening in and haven't done it. But <laughs> hopefully you're googling it right now. But but um, yeah, maybe maybe uh, you could tell us a, a, a little bit about um, the IEC. Or I'm sorry, the Ideal Nationals, uh, Doug, a little bit and and. Um, you know, yeah, like describe yeah. to us that scene. So it was re- it was started in 2016. Mm-hmm. And it was really on the idea of those things that I talked about, giving back to the trade, elevating yeah. the trade, being able to showcase our product and touching those end users. Um, from the very beginning, you know, our chairman and CEO and the family says, we do things right or we don't do them. And, and, I, and I think... You know, it's really a mantra that we carry all the way through. And so wow. yeah. when we were when we were looking at, OK, well, what should be some of the prize money? You would think, hey, you know, five thousand dollars or something. Yeah. But, yeah. but 
we said, you know, let's have this as a down in Orlando. And the reason we did it down in Orlando at Disney World was not because it's a cool place to go, right? Yeah. But we wanted the families to partake in it. Right. Families are right. as, as much part of the values. We're a family-owned business. We're Absolutely. in a fifth generation. Yeah. And families are the support system and the ecosystem for for these competitors that yeah. come in and these electricians. Yeah. So that's why it's there. And then we said, let's make the prize money equal, the first place prize money for a professional. Let's make it equal to kind of a close to an annual salary, 75000 because we want to be meaningful to those people. Yes. And so, you know, when you look at the prize money we give away, I mean, it's 600000 of prizes and cash, you know, and because and, we fly all these competitors down. We fly 168 people there. Yeah. Um, yeah. They typically, you know, bring their family. And then we have, and it's a, a three-day event where these yeah competitors who have won basically the the best times coming out of their state Mm -hmm. and we have Mm -hmm. different categories so we have professional category we have so individual professional Mm -hmm. individual uh, apprentice Mm -hmm. and then we have team for the for the schools and then we have a contractor challenge and so it's the teams for contractors so those are the four categories those people can compete we we get a hundred and sixty eight people that we fly down there to compete in this two and a half, three day weekend. Yeah. And yeah. it, re- and it really starts out with a series of events. So it, you know, we'll take an example, the individual professional, there'll be 64 of them. We'll whittle down to 32, down mm-hmm. to 16 to try yeah. to get to the, to the best one and in it. They are grueling, tough oh, yeah. competitions. Yeah. And it's not based on time. We're not looking for the fastest person. We're right. looking for the one that does it, uh, safety yeah, overall, conscious, yes, uh, good yes. quality of work right, right. and and uh time and quickness is only 20 percent yeah. so um it's it's really trying to find who is the best electrician and yes. so so we give away uh, first place for a professional is seventy five thousand. like i said second is 25 and mm-hmm. third place is 10 the uh for apprentice level um that is thirty thousand for first place twenty thousand dollars for second place and 10,000 for third place. Mm -hmm. And then for the contractor challenge, which this year is a team of two, um, whoever the con the, the individuals will each, um, get, uh, 20,000. So a total first place uh, will be 40,000. So each one will get 20,000. And then we will work with the contractor to give them marketing support worth of $50,000 to grow their business. Mm -hmm. So whoever that contractor is, we want to help them grow their business market their business in their local markets and work with them. Um, and so $50,000 worth of promotional activity to grow their business and market that they've won the ideal national competition. And we also give them $20,000 of ideal cash yeah. for that contractor to book, to buy wire connectors, fish tapes, vendors, that type of stuff that they would need on an everyday basis. Awesome. And then, and then for the schools, uh, the first place gets 20,000. So it's a two person team. So each, um, apprentice would receive 10,000. We also give uh, $10,000 of ideal cash back to that school to buy their schools uh, supplies, anything that they need from ideal Mm -hmm. that they can use towards that. And then we're going to work with those schools to offer five, five scholarships so that we can support kids coming into, you know, into the trade. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. That's simply amazing. Wow. So that, it's it's really it's really and, we, and um, I think two years ago was the first time when somebody was down there said mm-hmm. you know this is good enough kind of for TV and yeah 
we, we said, I don't know, you know, do you really think so? And they yeah. said, absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, we, we actually ran a national level That's TV right. program yeah. that now was broadcasted a couple of years ago last year. It was uh, nationwide. Yes. And, and this year we're, we're going to continue doing it. And uh, we have now sponsors by Ford. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- there'll be some big announcements coming up here. Oh, but huge. Uh, Ford, That's great. Um, Carhartt mm-hmm. uh, is sponsoring us. So we have some real good name brand sponsors, Siemens, Legrand, you know, Pest and Seymour. Yeah. So, so, I mean, even industry and outside of industry, I mean, getting to the trade. And so we're, We've really done some good things with the national, and now we're getting the attention of people from the outside. You know, little ideal getting the attention of Ford saying we want to be part of it and sponsor it. You yeah. know, it's, it's That's pretty awesome. amazing stuff. That's awesome. It's, it's game changing because you, you guys you know, took a very innovative approach. You, you saw the long term. You saw yeah you know, this this uh, a need in, in America um, today to to be able to um, turn up that volume and you stepped in and showed leadership and you created something that is so cool um, and so so very successful at, at accomplishing those goals and beyond that yeah you're attracting the attention of, of an entire nation of, of skilled tradespeople and and yeah companies and other stakeholders that also see that long vision um, yeah it's and, just and, just awesome yeah and, and uh, this year we have gone uh, global, so we will yeah. enter into a, a global piece. So we have really? nationals now running in China, really? Canada, Australia, and Mexico. Oh my gosh! Will so will it will it someday be called globals and go? Yeah, for the global for the competition. Yes, right? yes, amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we wow. we will actually have a contest down in Orlando once we yeah. uh, crown kind of the the winner for the our nationals uh-huh. the. the the U.S. nationals, yeah. we will actually have a global competition to see who's <laughs> the best person in the world. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, so, wow. so it's, it's really grown. I mean, it's amazing. Huh. Huh. Well, well, that is, uh, that is so exciting. And, and um, yeah, just can't, can't thank uh, you and, and the ideal team for, for your leadership on that because yeah, we, we, Again, our our our, uh, our ideals uh, <laughs> uh, stand uh, behind uh, everything that that um, it's working towards, and and uh, that yeah. that mission is is just critical to all of our success, as we talked about. And, and yeah. um, wow, it's just I, I I was not aware that you guys were going international. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. It's- it's been it's been it's been doing very well. So very cool, very cool. Well, um, let's let's shift gears a little bit, uh, and I want to want to kind of go back and, and reflect on on your um, your your uh, personal professional journey, uh, Doug. Sure. And on uh, is, is there anything that if you had the opportunity to to jump in the, to the DeLorean time machine and uh, <laughs> go back in time and talk to your your eighteen year old self? Um, and, and impart uh, a couple of, of seconds of wisdom. Um, y- any idea of what you might say uh, if you had that opportunity to go back in time just to impart knowledge or, or something to that younger version of yourself? Probably, uh, well, always spend more time with family. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That's one, one thing I don't think you recognize until it's a little bit later on. Yes. So people do make a difference and. You know, when when you can't spend time with them, uh, you kind of miss that opportunity. So yeah. you always want to, yeah. on the personal side, uh, do those things. Yep. Um, you know, sticking with that, I, I mean, there's two things that is, I've kind of 
been fortunate enough to climb the, the leadership mm-hmm. ladder. Is, yeah. You know, I learned it pretty early on in military school, and I thought, hey, I'm a, I'm, I'm a leader. And yeah. yeah, you know, you, you do these things, but leadership is very humbling because yes. you, you get into these positions and you think you know because you've been now put in a manager or mm-hmm. a president or and mm-hmm. that you but you need it's humbling because you don't know right yes. And, yes. and and every every position is a learning position absolutely so, you know i would tell myself that leadership is humbling and mm-hmm. when you get to those benchmark positions in your career view them as learning yes. right keep your yes. mind open not as going tell people teaching what to do, yeah yeah right yeah, exactly I mean, of course you of course you're there to direct but right. use it as much of a learning activity mm-hmm. and then say how can i get better and yeah. so sometimes as leaders we say hey everyone's looking to us to make the right decisions and we right. know everything and, and you you quickly find out that's not true yeah. right we, we yeah. we're always constantly learning right. um the, and the other thing i would say is mm-hmm. um we we that I mentioned. I mean, yeah. people really define your success. Mm-hmm. Having the right people around you yes. to implement your strategy, to implement the culture that you're looking to put into a business mm-hmm. um, or in your personal life. I mean, right. surrounding yourself with the right people culturally and skill set wise is probably the most fundamental best thing that you can do in your personal and professional career. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you're you're right. I think. When, especially when we were younger, we, we, we looked, we, we thought that leaders had all the answers and, and, um, and, and yeah, it, it just, it was easy. And, and that is not, that's not the case being in leadership <laughs> it's not, positions. That's the case. It's lonely. It, it's, it's a lonely game. And, 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 um, and, and yeah, the, it's very, as you said, you're very humbling and having that humility and and understanding not not you know, getting uh, overwhelmed with with uh, you know the pressures that are put on leaders, but but to be open and understand and and yes, yeah, surround yourselves with with uh, the best the best people that you can, uh, and and um, and work with them, and and, well, and re- help and to provide that guidance. Curious, right? Yes. You always yes. don't lose that sense of curiosity because that's how you learn as an individual. But that's how right. why you ask. I think as leaders, sometimes you, if you're asking questions, you'll be perceived as, boy, he really doesn't know right. what he's talking about. Right. But instead, I ask questions because, I'm A, I'm learning, but you will get information that no one's ever thought of before, and yeah. then that will help you redefine your strategy and say, yes. hey, how, how come we didn't do this? And they're like, you know what? I have no idea. And then you're off and embarked on what you think is a better strategy, and a lot of times it is. Just yeah. no one had the courage or no one had the foresight to ask questions. So yep, I, yep. I think staying curious is absolutely fundamental yes. to, to success. That, no, I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And I, and I, I believe that you're right, too. I think that that barrier sometimes is, is a, a social stigma that if we show that vulnerability or that perceived vulnerability of not knowing the ins and outs of something, then that somehow illustrates a weakness but that's not the case right. it, it's and, and seeking to understand exactly exactly what what we're doing is trying to seek to understand once we gain a deeper level of understanding then as you as you mentioned then, then that changes the paradigm in which you can look at things and then you right. can speak from a more educated perspective if exactly. if you just 
bite your tongue and bite your lip and you shoot from the hip and you don't have all the information and and then then that uh, yeah that <laughs> the, well, the, it, the outcomes it, are much different that way aren't they when you become <laughs> complacent and, and yeah, business yeah. is business you know in yeah. life it's not easy right and, yeah. and and it's dynamic and it changes and if you become complacent things kind of pass you by and so um you know given that curiosity being humble um surrounding yourself with the right crew right the right yes. group of people yes um whether personally or professionally it's it's just it's just important and that's how you stay successful and happy in life and yep. those are really the primary things that you want to do absolutely absolutely love it i love it um well doug tell us a little bit about what you do for fun what do you do in your time off any uh, hobbies sports anything yeah. like that you know i, I said i have four children and so yeah. I, my wife my wife and i spend uh as much time as we can to have graduated college. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have one that's in college and I have one that will be going off to Michigan state next year. He'll yeah. be a swimmer. Yeah. So he's going to swim in the big 10. So it'll wow. be nice to see him do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that and traveling around now, you know, my wife and I will have some more free time. So yeah. a little bit of travel. We love, you know, getting out of Chicago in the cold wintery days. That's, I know I've grown up in Chicago, but uh, the older I get, the more creaky things are in the body, and yeah. you want to seek some warmer weather. So we try to get down, you know, to warmer weather and warmer places in the winter time. Play mm-hmm. some golf, nice, you know, nice. And, and and travel around. So that's great. That's what I enjoy doing. That's great. Well, well, yeah. It sounds like yeah. There's a lot of changes coming up with uh, with yeah. the, the empty nest. Um, scenario. So, um, but yeah, never yeah. thought I'd get there. But uh, we're, yeah, we're here. yeah, again, time time has its way of of uh, passing by us, whether we're it paying sure attention does. or not. And it's it's amazing yeah, it how sure fast does. it goes. It's amazing how fast it goes. Well, well, thinking about uh, yeah, the the next uh, rest of the year, we're we're talking here um, for folks listening in. We're um, just at the end of May in in two thousand and nineteen. Um, yeah, what's what's the rest of the year look like for you, Doug? In terms of business wise, yeah, yeah. Any 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 uh, exciting stuff that you got on the horizon, or or um, deadlines you're working towards, or launches, or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, we've had a series of uh, new products come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're always just staying relevant with you know the the kind of the core product lines that we have, yeah. whether it's connectors or um, things like that. One of the big announcements that we've had over the last two weeks probably or a month ago was mm-hmm. the acquisition of Cree lighting. Right. And, and so that was a huge purchase for us. Um, so we're looking at how do we best integrate that? How do we best keep it separate and autonomous? Right. And what's the right, right structure right. for that? So, you know, I know Jim, um, James, our CEO and chairman's working on the integration and that, and as a management team, we're focusing on that, but that, that strategically is important for us. Absolutely. So that really, pole vaults us into the next kind of you know stratosphere of how we take a look at some of our new technologies Mm -hmm. we have the odyssey our wireless control system right and how do we now you know use that in a better way now with cree lighting you know integrate that that line integrate that and it's it's really a different dynamic in in the so we'll be spending a lot of time doing that other than kind of the normal keeping contemporary and, yeah. you know, on our current products and those type of things. And then, you know, we're working on, on the strategy stuff. And, yeah. and again, some of that's, you know, training wise, some of that's product wise, but, 
you know, this technology thing's for real. And so how do we, you know, use and leverage that smart technology to drive efficiencies and productivities Hmm. to the end user? And and again, when I say end user, that's electricians and contractors because they buy different products from us. And that's going to be the key to success is how do you partner in a way with those for instance, a contractor and make them more efficient mm-hmm. as labor shortages are for real. Right. Cost of living goes up. Right. How do you become more efficient and be relevant to them? And so a lot of our products that you'll see coming out is really around having that value proposition that's for real to mm-hmm. the to the end user, not just, hey, this is a very cool product mm-hmm. and it's smart. But right. if it doesn't do anything, it doesn't add value to really the contractor it's really probably not all that relevant. Right. So right. Huh. We're, we're spending a lot of time on relevant tools, making sure they're relevant and being able to talk to these end users and saying, here's some new technologies we're coming out with. And what do you think? And yeah. Yeah. Some of them are so simple that, that you can't believe that other people had been coming right, up right. to like, <laughs> wow, that, you know, to, to really mind blowing technologies yeah. that we're yeah. working on. Wow. So, so, so we're doing that, um, you know, while we're improving our, our service, we, yeah. we, we want to continue to elevate our service, um, our delivery, uh, you know, and, mm-hmm. and our commitment to the, to our customers. And so that, that's what we're spending a lot of time on this year, awesome. but the, awesome. the big milestone has been this, we've had a couple of acquisitions, uh, Intel in New Zealand, uh, at yeah. the very end of last year that was in battery charging mm-hmm. and solar inverter technology. Right. right. And then now we, we just uh, finalized the Cree purchase. Cree, so, yeah, yeah, it's huh. it's just it's a lot a lot of uh, things going on at Ideal, which are all very good. So yeah. now how do how do we you know line those things up and make sure that we're getting the, Full the best thing for yeah. our buck there? Right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, well, and 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 all with the philosophy of of staying curious and 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 yeah, focusing on end user and looking at the long the long. Uh, the long game of of, uh, of of what we're in, and thinking about generations versus yeah, quarters. It's it, it's very refreshing to talk with you, Doug. Um, I, I really appreciate uh, you taking your time sure. and, and and sharing your, your insights and thoughts, and uh, appreciate all your, your partnership and support of, of IEC across the country too. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I said that just for for IEC. You know, Spencer, you and I have talked uh, over the phone in yeah. person, and. You know what what the IEC is doing for for training electricians is yeah. phenomenal. I applaud yeah. the efforts. You know your, your you. the vision and what you want to do and and our partnership. It's really invaluable as as we go forward and a cornerstone of our strategy. So appreciate all the time too to you and applaud everything that you're doing at IEC and to, to recognize <laughs> really this wonderful. Thank you career path yeah yeah i know it's 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 an honor to to be able to serve the mission of our organization and it's 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 it's, uh it takes it takes uh, a ton of dedicated people uh, that are out there to be able to then help to um, continue to grow merit shop electrical and and systems contractors across the country and and uh, our our companies that we represent as as well as in the twelve thousand uh aspiring electricians in our our apprenticeship program um 
each academic year. So um, I appreciate you saying that. And, and um, yeah, it's, it's indeed a great honor to be able to, to serve in that capacity and help yeah. to change people's well, hats lives. Hats off to you guys yeah. and your organization, really. Thank hats you. Off to Thank you. Um, and Doug, thanks again for sharing your story with us. Um, and I uh, want to thank all the listeners out there. This has been another installment of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out at ieci.org, and if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, you can jump over to myelectriccareer.com. That's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams.